0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere.
0: This is MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins Edition. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz. Joined by Rhett Bollinger. And, Rhett, you've been busy already here in November. The Twins have been busy. Uh, Been one of those teams that that really jumped to the forefront of the hot stove season right away. Uh, First of all, let's go through a couple moves here, but we'll start with uh, Byung-Ho Park, who is obviously an intriguing, especially on the heels of what Young ho Gong, who finished third in the uh, NL Rookie of the Year voting, uh, on the heels of what he did in Pittsburgh this past summer. Uh, There's a lot of interest in Park. Different players. Park obviously uh, more first base and maybe left field, but that's debatable. But the pure power is really uh, something intriguing, especially uh, by the standards of the day. What were your thoughts on uh, on their uh, on on the Twins getting the winning bid, and uh, as they go forward here these next couple weeks, trying to work out a contract with him?
1: I mean, it definitely surprised me. I mean, the Twins already had you know options at first base and DH. Joe Mauer's a regular first baseman. Um, Miguel Sinosa saw a lot of time at DH last year. Um, Trevor Bluestone, still on the roster at third base. They're kind of crowded there in the you know the corner infield spots. They're kind of a surprise to go after Park. But the Twins needed power. They really wanted right-handed power bat. Uh, they got a chance here to get one, maybe even a discounted price in a sense that you know it's kind of an unproven slugger in a sense. You know, obviously they had to pay the posting fee. They def- still sign into a contract first of all, um, but it's not going to be some crazy you know free agent. Uh, you know, number one type guy, uh, you know, kind of deal here. Um, so the Twins possibly could get some sort of discount, some sort of deal here if, if he produces. But there's obviously risk, you know. You never know what you're going to get. But it is a good time, like you said, to see Gong do so well in Pittsburgh. You know, similar numbers. I mean, Park actually has had better numbers um, offensively because obviously Gong's a middle infielder while Park's a uh, first baseman. But this is a guy that has legit power, hitting over 50 home runs in back-to-back years. I mean, the Korean baseball organization does, you know, kind of skew toward office a little bit. But, that kind of power is still legit to have that many home runs. Uh, so yeah, kind of a surprise the Twins did that. But the Twins are trying to make it kind of make it work here. But maybe moving Miguel Sano to the outfield. Um, but you know, a big possible impact that for the Twins here.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Sano to the outfield, and that seems the, the obvious uh, solution here. Uh, and, and then the next move, the Aaron Hicks trade, just just made that more obvious. Although. Obviously, there's still a good bit of speculation out there about uh, Trevor Plouffe potentially being moved to open up third base for Sano. Do you think there's any merit to that at this point, or or does the outfield just make too much sense?
1: I think there's at least a chance of that happening right now. The Twins do believe that Miguel Sano can handle third base. So if that's the case, they'd like to probably have him there long-term, you know, kind of going forward. But as of right now, they still have Plouffe under contract here for a couple more seasons. Um, He's been a solid contributor for this team. is one of the team leaders. So I think, you know, you know, he's a pretty good offensive player too. Pluth is. I think the Twins would like to have some offense this year. I think having Pluth and Sano and Mauer and all those guys kind of all in the same lineup in park would would be their best offensive lineup. But it's also tough because last year seems like they kind of made some strides defensively, especially in the outfield. Using kind of that young, fast outfield a couple times late in the season with you know Eddie Rosario and, and Hicks and Buxton. Um, so you thought maybe this year the Twins wanted to go all in on defense, uh, but it turns out it kind of looks like they're kind of going toward office a little bit with Sano in the outfield. So it's still not for sure that Sano can even handle the outfield yet. I mean, right now I think he's taking some fly balls in the Dominican Winter League. I think he's going to try to play a little bit of you know outfield in spring training because it's his first time ever playing out there. So it's not like a done deal. Um, you know, twins are more than anything they are kind of just trying it out. But if Sano proves he can handle the outfield, obviously he's a big guy at six foot four, you know, 260 pounds. But if he proves that he can handle it a little bit, um, it would be a, you know, a big thing for the office, like I said, because he can get his back there with everybody else's, but still a chance the Twins could move Pluth. I thought maybe before uh, you know heading into the offseason, maybe pluth could move for, for catching help, but obviously that already happened with Aaron Hicks with catching help, so if Pluth were to be moved, it would probably be now for pitching help.
0: Yeah, I was definitely taken back uh the dual-pronged move there, because like you said, Red, I mean, they were trending in the direction of uh, kind of a fun, athletic outfield, and not that uh, their line-up now, I mean, line now might be fun in a much different way. Uh, if, if Park comes as advertised from a power perspective, if Sano continues to build on what he did. Um, but, yeah, in moving Hicks, they, they shore up an area that's that can be traditionally difficult to shore up in the catching uh, field uh, with John Ryan Murphy. Talk about what they're getting back in Murphy.
1: Well, I think it was a fair trade. I think Hicks obviously has a chance to break out. He had a nice second half for the Twins finally after all this time of struggling in the majors. Um, but Murphy, you know, is a guy that has a chance here to be an above-average regular catcher. The Twins have him here for five more seasons under contract. So uh, this is a position the Twins felt like they really needed to upgrade this season. You know, Kurt Suzuki struggled last year. Uh, they're looking for, a, you know, kind of a guy to maybe split some time with Suzuki this season and Suzuki's last year with his contract. And then from there, Murphy can kind of take over as the regular. Um, the Twins have a couple guys in their farm system. You know, that they, they, they like Stuart Turner and Mitch Garver, but they kind of might be more likely to be backups. While Murphy has more starter potential, uh, this is a guy who's you know I think defensively is regarded as above average, has a great arm, throws out a decent amount of runners, which was one of the big problems for the Twins last year. Um, offensively, there's a chance to be at least maybe a little bit slightly above average, but at least for a catcher, um, not too much power. Um, but I think he's going to be competent enough to be a solid regular going forward. I think Hicks has more potential to maybe break out and be an All-Star that type of player, um, just because he's you know a guy that was ranked in a you know. Baseball America and MLB.com top hundred prospects for several years, um, but I think that Murphy's got more of a chance just to be a solid regular at a position the Twins really, really needed. Whereas with Hicks, you know the Twins have so many young out. who you can handle center field. Obviously Byron Buxton being you know, the baseball's number one overall prospect. You know Max Kepler can handle center field. Eddie Rosario can handle center field. All young, cost-controlled outfielders. So the Twins kind of basically dealt from a you know a surplus to get a position of need and they get a guy now for five seasons so I think can be a solid catcher for the Twins going forward. Good old-fashioned baseball trade. Uh,
0: what's, what's next moving forward? I mean, we know they've got rotation steps. Do you think the bullpen is, is the priority from here on out?
1: I think the bullpen is going to be the big thing right now. I think the Twins right now are looking for some power arms. Uh, the Twins last year, you know, the relievers finished last in the majors in strikeouts. I'm to like to get maybe a power lefty uh, potentially to kind of go along. Uh, with, you know, Glenn Perkins and Kevin Jepsen. The Twins are kind of set, at least in the back end, but if they can get, you know, one or two kind of, you know, uh, I guess a leader, or at least above average type, you know, relievers that they can plug in there uh, to go some of their internal options, that's the biggest thing. I think they, they have some rotation depth. Uh, obviously, they could any team could do with a better type, you know, number one, number two type starter, but I just don't know how the Twins are going to acquire one at this point. I don't think they're going to want to really dive into prospects and trade for one yet, and I don't think they're going to want to sign a guy out there like a Price or a Cranky or maybe even a Zimmerman. So I think more than anything, I think the rest of the offseason, I think the big focus will be on shoring up that bullpen. But I guess it wouldn't surprise me if they did, you know, try to maybe fix the rotation a little bit too here.
0: Elsewhere in Twins news, Rhett, uh, this week, uh, Paul Molder and Miguel Sano, they're both kind of uh, the bridesmaids, so to speak, uh, in discussions for manager of the year and rookie of the year. Um, but you know, very deserving to be finalists for for both awards. Uh, I think everybody assumed it would be Correa or Lindor uh, for Rookie of the Year and Manager of the Year. Just seemed to be a lot more attention on on Hinch and Bannister uh, as those teams went to the postseason. But uh, Mulder did one heck of a job. Sano had one heck of a of a first uh, uh, entry into the big league. Uh, what was your takeaway from awards Week and uh, the Twins' involvement in it? Well,
1: it's so impressive, like I said, for Mulder and for Sino to finish third to be in that top three. You know, Mulder had a great first season as manager. The Twins coming in with, you know, low expectations. A lot of people have him, you know, pegged to finish last and you know have another 90 off season here. And sure enough, you know, Twins go out and have their first winning season since 2010. They're not eliminated until the postseason, but second until the last day of the season. Um, so, yeah, he did a great job. I think the thing that with Mulder was he's probably hurt by the fact the Twins didn't make the postseason, whereas you know, the Rangers uh, did win the, you know, the West. So I think that's probably what helped Banster so much and then Hinch pinching second, you know, the Astros same thing, making the postseason there um, as a wildcard card team, uh, I think hurt them. And, and to know the numbers, like I said, offensively, I think we're better than Lindor or Correa, at least on a rate basis in terms of his overall, you know, on base percentage and slugging percentage and the you know, home runs per game and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we're better. But I think the hard thing was, you know, playing in 20 fewer games than Lindor and Correa certainly, you know, hurt his case. As did the fact that we know that, you know, Lindor and Correa, especially Lindor. Are so good defensively as shortstop, um, it's hard to overcome that one. Sano was mostly a DH, but the fact that you know Sano played in 80 games, pretty much strictly as a DH, and still finished third, shows you how good offensively he was. And, you know, and it was a good sign too, even just for Eddie Rosario to pick up a couple of votes to finish sixth. So it just shows the Twins have a bright future here. The manager that you know finished in the top three here, a top prospect in Sano, you know, that a great rookie season, and even Rosario. So uh, a good sign for the Twins, even though they didn't take home any of the hardware. Really good awards week for
0: the Twins. All right. Rhett's all over it, and uh, we'll continue to track uh, what happens with the park contract and where Mr. Sano lands uh, in the field. Uh, It'll be interesting to see uh, how the Twins follow up a very surprise rise at the AL Central standings. I want to thank Rhett for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins edition.